0: Bridgeway Academy, established in 1989, is the leader in homeschool education. With products ranging from individual classes to full-year curriculum to a private accredited academy, Bridgeway has everything you need for homeschool success. They've revolutionized the homeschool experience by introducing personalized, customized programs and the packages that fit your students' learning and personality style. For 30 years, they've been supporting families and organizations through homeschooling, helping craft the experience that fits your unique needs and goals. They've learned a lot about what works and what doesn't. As a Bridgeway family, you get the advantages of that knowledge without the bumps and bruises they gained along the way. Bridgeway Academy is your trusted partner for kindergarten through 12th grade home education. Visit homeschoolacademy.com for more information. That's homeschoolacademy.com.
1: This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Do you want a more intimate walk with God? Are you tired of trying to hear God and hearing only silence? Each week, your host, Felice Skirwis,
0: Welcome to an episode of A Few Minutes with God. My name is Felice Gerwitz, and today we are going to talk about Mary, Mother of Jesus. And know as I record this, we're in the middle of summer and not at Christmas time, where it seems that uh, that's a time when people think about uh, Mary and, you know, really. You know, look at her. But I really feel like Mary is kindred. She is a kindred spirit in our walk with the Lord. And I just want to look at, you know, some of the scriptures that talk about her and also how we can apply this to our lives, how we can be more willing uh, to trust the Lord with our lives and, and, you know, be more like her. And so I want to thank our sponsor, that is Bridgeway Academy. You can find out more information at homeschoolacademy.com. If you are homeschooling or interested in it, you may want to check it out. And thanks to our sponsorships, which make um, our lives so much easier um, here at the network, Um, really help pay the bills. And also, I want to encourage you to, you know, reach out, you know, send me a message, uh, you know, Get with me on social media if you have any questions, and also on this podcast episode. This is episode 98, and you can find the show notes at a few minutes with God And be sure to give us a star rating and to share it with a friend. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts or or any of the podcast apps on your smartphone, or you can just visit us at a few minutes with God podcast.com and just listen. On your computer, well, Mary, um, we know as the mother of Jesus, and she's known throughout humanity, um, nations, and even time. Most Christians know her name and read um, because we've read about her in the Bible. And she receives a starring role in the New Testament that begins with humble roots and. You know, her name becomes elevated because she said yes to the angel Gabriel, um, who was a spokesperson for Almighty God, and that culminates in the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And so, when we discuss Mary, um, as I record this, as I shared, we're nowhere near Christmas. Yet, Mary is part of redemption history Um, And, you know, it's like one time a year we take out our nativity and we celebrate, you know, Mary and Joseph um, as, you know, the guardians of our Lord Jesus. And I believe that when we look at Mary and take a closer look, she is truly a kindred spirit. She suffered as we suffer. She felt compassion as we feel compassion. She feels, you know, felt love and trusted by God. And she is our example. Mary is known by many names. She's known as Mary, Mother of Jesus. She's known as the Virgin Mary. She's known as um, Theodocus in in Greek, Mary, um, Mother of Jesus, or in her Eastern uh, Christianity term and the Latin translation, which was Mother of God or God-bearer. You know, if we think about Jesus being part of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Spirit, you know, they are all one God but different entities, and that's one of those mind-blowing things that, you know, is a deep theological truth. And yet, you know, when we think about Mary, the Bible does talk about her very um, little, but when it does, the scriptures are so full of meaning. We know Mary by her attributes. She was a willing servant. She trusted God. She obeyed God's calling, and she had to suffer greatly. She had to suffer the thought of um, being a poor girl and learning that she was chosen by God for this great task. And as a young Jewish girl, we all know that you know she learned, as did the other children at the time, that they were awaiting a Messiah, a Savior, that was going to free them from Roman rule. She learned the Old Testament, and she must have known about Isaiah's prediction of a young virgin that would bear a son, And he would be named Emmanuel, which means God is with us. I'd love for you to read all of Isaiah 7, but the verse that really uh, touched me was the verse um, 10 through 15. Again, the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask for a sign from the Lord your God. Let it be deep as Sheol, or high as the sky. But but Ahaz answered, I will not ask. I will not tempt the Lord. Then he said, Listen, house of David. Is it not enough that you weary human beings? Must you also weary my God? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The young woman, pregnant and about to bear a son, shall name him Emmanuel. Curds and honey he will eat, so that he may learn to reject evil and choose good. For before the child learns to reject evil and choose good, the land of those two kings whom you dread shall be deserted. When Mary was approached by the angel, she didn't say, I'm sorry, you've got the wrong person. Um, Didn't you take a wrong turn at the castle somewhere? You know, no. She said, let it be done to me according to your word. She said, yes. How many times do you feel like the Lord is asking you to do something and you're conflicted? You know, um, you can Feel that way if something happens in your life. God knows everything. He knows everything that's going on in our lives. And sometimes, you know, these things happen in our lives because of choices that we make or don't make. And so a lot of times we're under burdens or we're upset or we don't know where we're going to turn next. And God, the God of the universe knows all this. And sometimes, you know, as I've shared to you, um, that's, that's happened to me. And we have to turn to God and just say, you know, Lord, I can't take this, or Lord, take this burden from me. But if it's Your will, you know, let me continue on. I mean, we have the wonderful example of Jesus on the cross saying that, right? Yet Mary was from a poor and humble family. You know, look at Luke one um, one thirty eight, and that has you know more. There's, it's called the infancy narrative if you look at all Luke, but Luke one. Through 50. But here's an excerpt, and and just think of yourself in Mary's shoes. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said, and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. And the angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. This is her sixth month. For her who is called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am a handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. Friends, as you listen to that scripture, think about the words that just jump out at you. Scripture has so much meaning, and, and God uses the, His word to touch us, you know? We can be touched by this. What are the words that jump out? And for me, you know, one of the things I love is that for, for God, nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible for God. And then Mary goes and visits Elizabeth, and when she visits Elizabeth, these words really touched me. And it's called the Canticle of Mary, and it starts in verse 46. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has looked upon his handmaid's lowliness. Behold, from now on will all ages call me blessed. The Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is from age to age for those who fear him. For many of us, those verses are so familiar. And if they're not familiar to you, go back and read them, revisit them, take your time reading them, journal, give God a few minutes of your time to just in quiet, listen to his voice, listen to what he leads you to write down or whatever pops in your head that you can write down and, you know, and put in your journal that you can go back and read. While we're often reading these verses during Christmas time, it is important for us to study them now, not only during the holidays, but now because God selected this humble woman to conceive his son. And we can be selected in the same way to do his will. You know, we know scripturally that Joseph's lineage, you know, Joseph was betrothed to Mary and he um, was going to release her from the commitment of the engagement. um, But an angel also appeared to him in his sleep. And he was told that no, he was to take care of her and that she truly had conceived the son of God. And we know from Joseph's lineage that he was of the house of David, which is a direct lineage of Abraham. And this is important on not today's Uh, Podcast topic. Actually, we're going to talk about it in the next episode because uh, God promised Abraham something. And Abraham uh, did not, you know, um, was not obedient in the sense that he waited upon the Lord. And we're going to talk about that. But we know because of prophecy that was fulfilled in the Yes of Mary that we can look at her as an example, as a kindred spirit. You know, the first time we hear about her again is um, what is considered the first known miracle uh, that was put into the scriptures, and that is the wedding feast of Canaan. And you can read that beautiful, uh, you know, scripture. But what I got out of that is she said, do what he tells you. Mary reminds us, she points to her son, Jesus will serve our needs, but we must be obedient to him. Mary was present at the foot of the cross. Mary was present during the time of, you know, his carrying the cross. Mary was there so many times during, you know, his, his experiences as a leader and as a prophet of the people. She was also there at Pentecost. She was there, you know, again, at the foot of the cross. She was a woman of great courage and self-giving. After the angel Gabriel announced to her the coming of her child, which, of course, you know, she probably couldn't even wrap her head around what that meant. It puzzled her. Um, she went to visit Elizabeth. She went to take care of, you know, um, her cousin. And it's amazing that she gave and gave and gave of herself. Isaiah seven fourteen speaks of the virgin mother of Emmanuel. Virgin mother of Emmanuel, therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be Emmanuel. Mary probably had this memorized. Mary must have known this verse as a young girl, as a girl being brought up in a home that was waiting for the Savior God, and then to find out that she was going to be the one who was going to bring him into this world. There's a movie um, that is called The Nativity, and I absolutely love it. If I can uh, find a link, I will put that in the show notes here. But I loved that movie because you got to see the relationship between, um, you know, Mary and Joseph as they kind of looked at each other in surprise, you know, different times through their journey, um, you know, to Nazareth, where Mary had her son, which again was fulfillment of Scripture. He would be called the Nazarene. And so, you know, we look at Mary, again, as an example to us, you know, even the few times that Scripture talks about her, um, where she, you know, she says her soul magnifies the Lord. You know, God wants to use each and every one of us in a way um, that is, you know, within our abilities. You know, I'm not called... I don't believe at this time in my life anyway, to go um, and become a missionary. Some are called to be missionaries. Some are called, you know, to give their lives to the Lord in ministry. Some are called to be mothers and fathers. Some are called, you know, to different, to maybe the single life. There are different things that we are called to, and we are, you know, to look at our scripture verses. You know, and the people that went before us, and I always feel like Mary is maligned. You know, we hear about Ruth and Naomi and, um, you know, all of these wonderful women um, in the scriptures, but we very rarely hear of Mary as a focus um, among the general Christian population. You know, you definitely hear about her more in the Catholic world than you would in the Protestant world, and I believe that Mary um, has so many things that we can emulate. She's a symbol of hope, of obedience, of pointing constantly to her son to do what he tells you. And her life is a witness to the glory of God. Let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, I praise you and I thank you for the gift of your mother, that she was an example for us, an example of Christian holiness, an example of following your will, an example of giving to us All that is good through her care of you. I know, Lord, that among all of the women, she was selected probably from the beginning of all time, and she did not disappoint. And I pray, Lord, that I am not a disappointment to you, that I come before you humbly, that I come before you, you know, giving you all of my baggage, all of my doubts and my concerns and my worries, and I just place those two at the foot of your cross. And I know with God there is no time, there's no past, there's no future, there's only now. And I thank you, God, for this now, this everlasting now, to be with you. Dear Jesus, I ask that you hear the prayers that we humbly bring before you. And I just pray, Lord, that you grant our petitions if they are within your divine will. And I praise you and I thank you in all things, Lord Jesus, the good and the bad. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, AfewMinuteswithGod.com, and your podcast page on A Few Minutes with God There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.